It is Cyber Monday. What have you bought online today? And has the gift-giving season really become something that it really never was intended? I mean, aren't gifts supposed to be from the heart? Our next guest talking about being stressed out, giving too many gifts, maybe making it a chore instead of a pleasure. Can you opt out of giving Christmas gifts? Laura Fredericks is the CEO of The Ask. She has some ideas for us about this particular topic. Glad you could join us, Laura. Oh, thank you. Yes, I have many ideas for you. <laughs> I, You know what? I just can't imagine saying to my friends and family, you know what? This year, I'm opting out of gift giving. How does that conversation even start? It starts like this. Well, let's put this all perspective. Right now, a recent survey said Americans are expected to spend on average $831 on gifts, and they're still paying off credit card debt from last year's gifts. So, and I get it's very emotional. Gift giving is very emotional. But I've got five ideas and the way to say it, which may ease up on getting that wrong size sweater, saying, I just know you could use those extra placemats, or listen, you have everything, so I got you that gift card, which can all feel awful. So here here are my five suggestions. First, let's, let's narrow it down. Maybe you want to suggest in the family situation that you just give to the kids, okay? Because when it comes to adults, we all sit there and think, well, like, I wouldn't know what to do. I kind of know your hobbies. And so the way you can say it is, look, I know each year we exchange gifts for the whole family. I thought maybe this year we could all agree that we'll make it easier on our budgets and times if we just give it to the kids on the gifts. What are your thoughts? So that's the first suggestion. Narrow down the scope of who you're gift giving. The second is, and it's a popular one, but I I happen to like it, is suggest a a secret Santa, but with a gift limit. So maybe you can say, you know, with many of us working and traveling, you know, why don't we do a secret Santa where each of us draw a name, we buy a present, and we keep it a secret until that person opens. Mm. It makes the holidays easier and more fun on everyone. So those are my first two. The third, I kind of like this in a way, especially this year. You know, we've all come out of that period where this is the first year everyone feels like we can all be together in somewhat of a safe, healthy way. So one of my suggestions is, well, I was thinking what matters most is to spend quality time. How about this year during the holidays, we make a plan like to go out for brunch, dinner and a movie, go to a museum, a tree lighting, instead of exchanging gifts. How does that sound? That's one of my personal favorites because Mm -hmm. with all my friends, I just want their time. I'm sure you do too. I'm sure your listeners do too, right? Right. The other one I have is suggest that the present is the food that you're going to bring at that holiday meal. And, you know, that is quite an expense. It's time. You have to prep. You have to shop. And everyone is going to be sitting down enjoying the food. And so the way you might want to say it is it's great we get to spend the holidays in person this year. You know, since we haven't been able to do this over the past couple of years, can we agree that the presents we would normally buy and wrap are the food and drinks we agree to bring for this dinner? How does that sound to everyone? Yeah. Because it is a present when you think about it. And the last, it's the way you kicked off the show and was, it's one of my favorite mantras, honesty wins the day. If these things just don't resonate for you, I think it'd be honest 
But here's the thing. Your tone is as important as your words. <laughs> so watch your tone and say, look, I have to be honest. This year I don't want to focus on getting the right present. Instead, I want to focus on what I'm grateful for, and that's all of you. This year, can we relieve ourselves of the stress of having to buy and instead focus on the gift of being with each other? Can we agree to this? And remember, it's how you deliver it. It's your tone. Because I think the tone sets the stage for whether or not you're going to get people to agree or not agree about exchanging gifts. I I love all of your ideas. I think they're all Fabulous. In fact, our family employs a couple of these and has for many years. We buy just for the kids. We uh, don't do adults except for the secret Santa thing. And we love that because it turns out to be something really special that you can really think about. And of course, nobody knows who has your name uh, until the very end. And that's kind of fun. We also do a uh, gag Santa gift uh, under 20 bucks and that hit like a white elephant thing where, you know, you open the gift and then you can, you know, you can grab someone else's. There's a whole there's all these rules. The kids know all the rules, but we have a, a just a riotous time with that. And again, not very expensive, but boy, the the time that we're spending together and the laughing and everything that is priceless. That's absolutely priceless. It is. And especially this year, it's so important because really a lot of people were unable to travel or visit in person. And this is the year we just came off of Thanksgiving. I'm sure a lot of people, it was one of the first Thanksgivings they could share with everyone. Mm-hmm. We all saw all the airports, mm-hmm. the, the, the railways, the, the roads, you know, and, and you knew everyone was dying to be with each other. So let's just keep the focus on that. But I agree with you. Don't take the fun out of it. Those little small gifts are good. Watching the kids open presents are good. And again, you don't want to be sitting here in January looking at your credit card statement saying, what was I thinking? <laughs> uh, one of the most heartbreaking things that I ever heard was a friend who um, had very limited means. They were grandparents. They had a lot of grandchildren. And the the husband, the wife confided in me and said, he gets so anxious at this time of year because mm-hmm. we just don't have the money to even buy small things for all these grandchildren. And and that just broke my heart that somebody would feel anxious. And this person happened to be very spiritual and had this, the holiday had a lot of religious meaning for them. And I thought, oh, to take that joy away from somebody just because they were worried about having to buy gifts, there's got to be a better way. There has to be. And, you know, one of the advice I have of people is, just watch a Hallmark movie and you'll get back to the true spirit of what we're supposed to be doing. So if you can't get out of your own head, which is very difficult that you're supposed to be buying, and that's what the holiday is about, just just watch one of those feel-good movies and it might turn it all around. Absolutely. So again, just give gifts to the kids. Suggest Secret Santa with a gift limit. That's always a cool idea. Uh, spend quality time with people instead of buying a gift. Say, let's do, uh, again, the experiential thing. Uh, we talked mm-hmm. about that a little bit earlier. Uh, presenting food that you bring. I make an awesome apple pie, so I'm going to bring that, and that's my gift to everyone. And honesty is always the best policy as long as you say it with kindness, right? Right. Exactly right. And I also know some families that do uh, gift giving in terms of a family. Everybody throws in what they can and they make a gift to a charity that everybody agrees Mm -hmm. upon. And that's always fun because they do a lot of research on just the right uh, 
their uh, charity to give their money to. I am cr- curious, before we let you go, Laura Fredericks, the CEO of The Ask, you have a new book coming out, right? Uh, yes. Hard it, Asks it, it, Made Easy. Yep. And it came out this June. It is Amazon's number one for business coaching and mentoring and 17 of all self-help books. And this fits right within that topic. These are hard emotional issues. And that's why, if you've noticed, in all five examples, how you ask is two sentences and a question. When you keep it simple and you keep it a conversation, watch what comes to you. You'll get that yes answer out of these highly charged, really important issues that you push off because you don't know how to ask for it. All right. Once again, it's Hard Asks Made Easy. That's the book. And our guest today, Laura Fredericks. Laura, thank you so much. Happy holiday season to you. All the best to you and your loved ones. Thank you. And when we come back here on WJR, we'll go back out to the Middle East, talk a little more about the hostages and the exchange that's happening. As a matter of fact, as we speak, that story is ahead here on WJR.